This is the State of Things broadcasting from the American Tobacco Historic District. I'm Anita Rao. This summer, activist Skip Gibbs of the Other America Movement was calling on Durham to defund its police force. But then he had a change of heart. I literally just started saying, hey, man, we don't need to burn down the plantation. We need to buy the plantation. If we're all out here living harmonious communal lifestyles where everyone is truly important, then in essence, we'll defund the police because we don't need them. Now, Skip is in the process of building a self-sustaining community for black people in rural Durham County that doesn't need the police. He hopes the community named Brightwood will become a thriving black economic development zone. WUNC reporter Will Michaels visited Brightwood and talked with Skip Gibbs about the community. Hey, Will, welcome back. Hey, Anita. So tell us about what you saw when you visited Brightwood. Paint a picture of the space for us. Sure. It's about four acres of a heavily wooded area in eastern Durham County, the Oak Grove area of Durham County, if you're familiar with it. It has a bunch of gravel pathways that lead to and from things like many greenhouses, a few yurts, some living space, uh, a huge barn that's clearly been there for several years, uh, maybe decades, that uh, Skiff Gibbs is trying to renovate. Uh, a well for potable water and a place for parking, uh, but and the beginnings of a bunch of different other things, like a market that could go inside the, the barn, uh, a library, a livestock pen with chickens, a uh, community garden. Uh, it kind of looks right now like a settlement. I think that's probably the most accurate way to put it, uh, a place that Gibbs says he would like about 100 to 150 uh, people, mostly black, to live and work and for a place, a place for black entrepreneurs to sell their goods and services and, and showcase them. So Skip Gibbs has a big vision for the space and what he wants it to become. But take us back to remind us about who he is and his journey as an activist. Just over the past year, you've been profiling him. You spoke with him back in June. And remind us what he was up to then, how he really got involved in trying to re-envision a different world for black folks in Durham. Right. This has been a really interesting kind of remarkable evolution of thinking, I suppose, if you want to put it, put it that way, in Skip Gibbs' activism. When I spoke with him first in June, it was right after George Floyd was killed in Minneapolis. And of course, we all at WUNC were deployed out to these various different protests that were happening across the state. Uh, I started covering protests in Durham, and one of them was one being led by Skip Gibbs. It was uh, noticeable, I think, in the fact that it was happening right in front of Durham Police Headquarters. Uh, Skip Gibbs and about a dozen others were camping out. They did camp out in front of Durham Police Headquarters downtown for a little more than a month. And uh, they were calling for the redirection of police funding. So to Gibbs, I mean, one thing that he talked about was defunding the police to him didn't necessarily mean taking all their funds away, but redirecting them to social services in a way that he thought could ease racial disparities in things like uh, economic opportunity and education. Uh, that was th- that was the uh, goal at the time was to petition the city council to rethink the way that they were funding things. And he said at the time that he was not going to move until they did something. So he and other folks camped out for more than a month outside the Durham um, Police Department. And when you spoke with him recently, he told you that he sometimes looks back at that time and looks back at his role in the protests and feels embarrassed. He was pretty honest with you about this turning point for him during a particular protest in which a great majority of the attendees were white. And I want to listen to a clip of what he told you. It was a way for 
these people to prove that they weren't racist you know it was a way for them to take some pictures and throw it on their social media and go hey black people that i work with i'm cool with you guys don't hate me don't be angry with me because i'm down with the brown it made me feel like a, a puppet so that's activist Skip Gibbs of the Other America Movement talking with WUNC reporter Will Michaels, who's joining me now to talk about Skip, Skip, Skip Gibbs' evolution as an activist and what he's working on today, building a self-sustaining community called Brightwood. So talk about his vision for economic resiliency through this new space and how um, his hopes for economic reform have really manifested into this very different kind of creation. Yeah, and you're absolutely right. He was very honest about kind of that moment, and it was as he described it sort of happening in real time, just to sort of paint a quick picture, he's standing on top of a pedestal where the uh, Confederate monument in downtown Durham once stood. If you remember, protesters brought that down in 2017. He's standing up there talking to all of these people who are there. This feeling sort of suddenly hits him as he's standing up there. And that's when this idea, as you heard him say earlier, uh, that we don't need to burn down the plantation, we need to buy the plantation, sort of, sort of hit him. So uh, it is this this idea that he doesn't want to. Uh, the other thing that he, I mean, on that point, the other thing that he told me was that uh, he decided to leave that protest camp in downtown Durham in part because he started to realize that he di- he did not believe that the city council or the mayor was actually going to do anything. He mm. said, "I'm not going to leave this space until they do something." At one point, he just said, "They were never going to do anything." So it was time for us to move. And um, so that's kind of what prompted him. That was the catalyst to actually get out to, to this this rural area in Durham County and, and make it a permanent settlement, this self sort of self-sustaining community uh, to, li- to live and work. And what kind of support does he have for Brightwood, financial and otherwise? Who was rallying around Skip Gibbs in this moment? So there was a, actually a computer engineering professor at Duke, Brian Stoner, and his wife. Brian Stoner uh, was actually working just a few blocks away from the protests over the summer. He went down and saw one of them, started talking with Skip Gibbs about his vision, and said, well, look, I've got these, my wife and I have these four acres of land in Durham County. You take them and do what you will with them. Uh, and that's actually how it got started. So the support comes from um, Brian Stoner in, in in the donating the land. But I think as as far as it goes from there, Gibbs is trying to attract people to Brightwood by saying, "Look, this is if this is going to be a self sustaining community, we are going to showcase black people here by having pe- things like farmers markets, uh, by having regular visits out here, so that he can actually share what his vision is in the hopes that it attracts more people." He did hold the first farmers market um, at Brightwood earlier this year, and you were there, and you spoke with Roy Graham, who started a cookie company with his brother, Christopher. They were both wearing face masks and talking to you from a distance um, about their experience at Brightwood. Let's listen. COVID kind of sat us down and made us want to like execute things that we want to work on. We always knew we wanted to do a family business to have something to pass on to our children. So what do you what do you think about Brightwood? I love Brightwood. I love what it stands for. It's actually some of the things that we've actually talked about. Yes. And group be a economics. Yeah, group economics. So. Yeah, have your own plan yeah. for yourself. You know, just just about positivity, spreading love. So that's Roy and Christopher Graham, brothers and owners of the cookie business Bite, talking with WUNC reporter Will Michaels at a farmer's market at Brightwood, uh, the economic community that Skip Gibbs is building. So where are they now, Will? It is it is 
middle of December. Where are they in the, in the building of this community? Right. You know, according to Gibbs, the construction is ahead of schedule. The The thing that I guess he's still behind on, he would say, is getting not just support. He's starting to get a little bit more financial support, uh, but but actually people who will buy into this idea right now. I mean, the way he described it to me was he wants people to actually start buying into it now, not just, you know, maybe volunteer uh, here and there, which he's absolutely grateful for, but actually have people buy into the idea that they will help build this infrastructure. And then once that infrastructure is built, actually live there and sustain it. Um, I mean, without people, uh, this community doesn't exist, right? So I think that's, you know, the things are coming along, it has power, it has water, but it doesn't have things like central heating and air or an internet connection. I mean, things that people expect in modern day communities, right? So that's kind of where it is now. Of course, with the cold weather, it's harder to bring people out and actually share his vision, but he does intend to uh, have more uh, regular farmers markets once the weather gets better. What struck me when listening to your reporting was thinking about um, parallels with Soul City, which was an mm-hmm. attempt by um, civil rights activist and attorney Floyd McKissick to build um, a space for black folks in the, the early 1970s um, and mid-1970s. He was seeking government support at that time. Um, does Skip Gibbs see any historical precedent for what he's trying to do? And build, is he building on any kind of legacy? Well, I mean, he he points to a few different things. Uh, Greenwood in Tulsa in the early 20th century, uh, Black Wall Street in Durham, these sort of, uh, you know, pioneering black economic development zones in the United States as uh, points of inspiration, including Soul City in Warren County. And, uh, you know, of course, uh, Soul City was eventually defunded in the late 70s. I think he... Gibbs, from what he told me, really wants this thing to be an organic sort of grassroots growth of a community rather than necessarily getting government support. Uh, I think he's probably colored by his his uh, experience with the Durham City Council and Durham Mayor, uh, members of whom spoke with uh, Gibbs as he was protesting out there in downtown Durham this summer, but uh, uh, who, according to Gibbs, did not meet sort of the demands that he was setting forth and therefore said, I'm just going to go at this myself. Uh, so far, the financial support in particular has just been from individual donations and matching donations from the landowners. So at this point, Skip Gibbs is the only person that is regularly spending the night there. Um, but just in the 30 seconds I have left, I mean, are you going to keep following his reporting and what are you watching for into the new year? Sure. Well, I think that piece of building the community is going to be something that I'll keep coming back and and, and seeing how it evolves. I mean, I think what Gibbs is talking about when he says, I need people to buy in now, that I think is going to be key over the next several months to, to you know, because he says this will get built no matter what. Uh, construction will continue. I'll do it myself if I have to, he says. But I need more people to actually come out and and make this a community, that's going to be the challenge, of course, is getting people to come out to the woods in rural Durham County and for him to just say, uh, here's what this can be. Here's what here's the fellowship that we can create here. I've been talking with Will Michaels, WNC reporter. You can find more of his reporting and watch a video that takes you into Brightwood. All of that at our website, stateofthings.org. Will, thanks so much. Thanks, Anita. North Carolina Public Radio is a broadcast service of the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. I'm Anita Rao.